Welcome to Unsuitable on Ray Radio, the award-winning financial services and business advisory podcast that challenges your old school business practices and their traditional business suit culture. Our guests are industry professionals and experts who will challenge you to think beyond the suit and tie while offering you meaningful modern solutions to help enhance your company's growth. I'm your host, Dave Kane. Now that that's November, I'm going to start harping on the importance of year-end business and tax planning and thus avoiding surprise tax liabilities come April 15th. I know you hear your CPAs talk about this stuff all the time, but it's only because we hate surprises. Not only will good bookkeeping habits save you tons of time in the long run, you might find that you actually save some money along the way. But don't take my word for it. Amy Smith, Ray's bookkeeping specialist and trainer, along with being a QuickBooks guru, is back to talk about what you actually stand to gain when you get your books and financial statements in order. Welcome back to Unsuitable, Amy. Hey, Dave. It's great to be back. And I made it here a year. And Perfect. You know, I I hated to interrupt you guys here while you were taking a selfie. Uh, you know, we got a we got a podcast to do. And I'm sorry, I'm becoming just as famous as you. You know, last, last I, ha- I have goals. You know, you do you do have goals, and I've seen your goals, and they're wonderful. Thanks. And uh, you know, congratulations on meeting those goals. You know, the uh, the last time you visited with us, we talked about um, um, bookkeeping uh, issues that maybe needed to be buttoned up, along with uh, increase in tattoos in the business. You remember that discussion? <laughs> and I have gotten any new tattoos either. Sorry to disappoint you. Okay, well, that's that's no problem. That wasn't a goal. So, um, uh, not for uh, 2018, maybe 19 and beyond. No, maybe. So, you know, before we get into the nuts and bolts of the discussion, you know, I want to talk about your QuickBooks uh, designations, uh, all these designations you have. (laughs) What, What exactly is your your, your title in the QuickBooks world? Um, actually, I'm just um, a, an average certified pro advisor. I used to hold the uh, title of advanced, uh, but I kind of let that go when I took a brief hiatus from public accounting. And they've actually done away with that program. So I, you know, I don't like to think of myself as an expert or a guru. I'm just somebody that uses the system to its fullest. And 20 years of experience, I should know something. You know, your your colleagues in Ray's Zanesville office just refer to you as she's just damn good at QuickBooks. That's (laughs) your being famous. And And you know what? I'm so down home and down to earth. That's what I like. I, I, I that's I, I don't like it because when someone says you're an expert, it sets the bar so high. I don't have the answers to everything, but I have resources, and I use those resources to the fullest. And you I can don't go know for it. it all. That's right. And you're also <laughs> a uh, a trainer, and we'll talk a little bit about that as the podcast uh, moves on. But you know, the one thing that stuck with me the last time we got together is. Um, you also have a family business. Yes. And you use QuickBooks with the inventory module within QuickBooks. So, I mean, you know, you know all the uh, issues that can come up with uh, with QuickBooks. So, right. So not right. only do you teach it, uh, you help clients with it, but you use it in your own personal life and your own personal business. Um, it's amazing. You know, I, I, I think of how one soft software has changed my life. Yes. Uh-huh. In my in our our family business, my career, and the way that I help others. So that's what we're here today is to to grab some of that knowledge that's uh, that's floating around in the uh, <laughs> the uh, experience that that there's, you have. 
Grab something, David. So, Hang on tight. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Huh? Going to lead off. Hey, let's uh, let's kick it into uh, it's it's fourth quarter. It's go time. We got to get those That's books right. going. That's uh, right. You know, uh, is it is it too late to? It's to never start? too late. It's um, fourth quarter is the prime opportunity. It's you know tax taking advantage of tax planning. I, I've I feel like I've been doing nothing but harping on that for like the last two months. Every time I talk to you, you harp <laughs> to me about that. Among other things, you're uh, just a good harper. I know. I know. Wow, well, it's. I think it comes from being a woman, doesn't it? But we won't go there. Uh, that's one of the things I'm allowed to talk about in my contract. <laughs> yeah. Just, just uh, stick to QuickBooks, would you? Okay. Okay. But now, uh, the advantage of what you can gain from tax planning um, is huge. Being a small business owner and working with being in small business all my life. I understand, especially from a retirement aspect of it, a lot of small business owners, they don't think about retiring. All they're thinking about is what's hitting in the hitting them right now in the face. It's what's 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 happening today, today or what's tomorrow. And they're not thinking about 25 or 30 years down the road when their bodies are old, they're tired, and they want to sell the business. Taking advantage of tax planning coupled with utilizing retirement planning as a benefit uh, to offset tax. You know, I work with small business owners and they all usually think tax is bad. But tax is actually good from the standpoint is if you're paying tax, you're making money. Making a little money. That's right. Yeah. You know, I made a note. I I did want to ask you about this. Uh, Bookkeeping to me seems to be, you know, a lost art. There's some really, really good bookkeepers out there that really are just fantastic, but there's some very, very average bookkeeping going on out there that maybe just don't know how to use the program, but there's some very average bookkeeping. Are you seeing that or Um, or is that just me being uh, me? It's you being you, Dave. It's okay. What you find is, is that in most businesses, the bookkeepers were thrown into that position. They were never properly trained. They were never properly schooled. And they have the ability to learn. They just need the resources to do that. And that's one of the things that I love is when I'm working with a new bookkeeper that's been doing it the same way year after year and doesn't know any different. But then when she gets that moment, when she realizes, this is why I'm doing this. This is this. If I do this the right way, then I get this report. <laughs> yeah. And so that's, you know, like I said, I I've had three instances this year where small businesses have lost their bookkeepers. And all three of them were unfortunately as a result of their deaths. And the impact that they had, whether they were doing it right or wrong, wrong. just just their uh, their ability to to know what's going on. Right. So, you know, as, as, as we have many business owners who uh, listen uh, to our, our podcast, uh, maybe, a, you know, comment to, to the business owners that maybe they need to have some coaching and mentoring sessions, some training sessions lined up in the budget, you know, for their bookkeeping uh, group or their accounting department. Right. You know, a lot right. of times we think of uh, that, that group is so important. Sometimes they get lost out on some of the mentoring and coaching and training. That, that's true. And I, I tell um, a lot of the people that I train or, or as a few of the people in the office call them Amy's groupies, I tell them, you know, YouTube. 
YouTube is a great resource. I even use YouTube when I'm doing something. You're telling those dirty secrets again, <laughs> aren't you? I know. I know. But, um, you know, my oldest son remodeled an apartment learning how to do it on YouTube videos. And I, if I get into a jam and I don't know something or I'm trying something new, I'll go to YouTube. There's all kinds of videos out there on how to use QuickBooks or how bookkeeping basics. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's a, I think that's an excellent tip, excellent training tip. You know, you could, they could call you and the clock starts or they can research it a little bit right. and then get your professional opinion on it. They some just things. have to have the will and the want. Okay. Hey, let's get this uh, fourth quarter planning in gear. You know, uh, you know, when's the, when is it too late? January 2nd of 2019, well, yeah, pretty it's def- late. It's definitely late Last at that week point. of December, too late. Not really. Well, I know. nobody's around. I know. Nobody's <laughs> thinking of that. Uh, Chad's usually around at that point, helping. So. We're usually, um, it's not. And I guess, you know, the first thing is, is from an accounting standpoint, I'm going to tell you the traditional rule would be just, you know, looking at your balance sheet, making sure your cash is balanced. If we get an account and we know that all the data in the data file, all the accounts were reconciled, we know all the data is in there. It may not be necessarily in the right spot, but we know the data is in, in there. there. And that is probably the first huge step. Instead of leaving a whole file drawer full of bank receipts, but we don't know anybody in this room that does that or bank statements. But that's the first step. You know, making sure your loan balances are accurate, making sure that, you know, the interest was posted correctly to interest expense and the balances are correct, making sure credit cards were processed correctly. Um, And I'm talking about credit cards they use in their business. You know, are the expenses hitting? Did they only post the payments? You know, if they only posted the payments, they're missing a huge um, chunk of deductions. So I think the the message I... uh you know, I, just like in, just like at home, I got to read your mind. You know, I don't know exactly <laughs> what you just told me, but I but I think you said, "Hey, don't get behind. Let's stay current each and every week, each and every month, each and every quarter. Don't get behind." Right, and it's I mean, it's hard. You know, it's hard to keep. I mean, I get that. I, I mean, I'm juggling lots of plates right now, and I'm doing my best to keep my head above water. But you know, I have clients that we do monthly closes on. You know, and they they look forward to that coming into that first week of the following month because they know that their books are accurate. They know they're right. You know, the other thing is, is, you know, making sure your payroll's right, making sure you have your employee information correct. The big, another big, huge thing is 1099s. Making sure that you've sent out W-9s and you've requested EIN numbers for these. You should start doing that right now, can yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. Instead exactly. of waiting until uh, those things are... Come due pretty fast after year-end closes. Especially if you're working with an accounting firm or um, a bookkeeper. Their January is a bookkeeper's nightmare month. It is, especially if they're doing payroll and they're doing 1099s. So, so to go back these 1099s, uh, you know, December, probably December is a good month to start doing that. That's right. It is. I, I have actually, uh, all of my clients, I have them working on that. Um, when I work with clients, I give them a, a, a homework list. So if it's clients that I usually see on a monthly basis, they know that they have homework that they need to get because um, I make them do the legwork. Okay. I'm there to train them. I'm there to, you know, I'm, I'm there for support. But at the end of the day, I need them to be able to do it. That way I can service more clients. Okay. You know, as a business owner, I, you know, the byproduct, the big, you know, the big uh, uh, idea at the end of the rainbow, the big pot of gold is I want to sell the company. 
Exactly. And somebody's going to come and do some due diligence. And if they find that the books are not in order, I've just discounted my business, whether I know it or not. Yeah, it's and that's it's true, especially... I hate to say this, and I hate to pick on small business owners, but a lot of small business owners, especially if they're a cash-based business, and when I'm talking cash-based, let's say a laundromat or a rental property company or um, a car And the list goes wash. on, right? Yeah, sure. the list goes on. They have a tendency where they will, I don't want to say this, but pocket the cash. Well, then at the end of the day, when they go to sell their business, they can't prove they're not worth of the business. So in the end, they're really, they're really cheating themselves. Yeah, for short-term gain impacting some long-term ability right. there. Right. You know, you'd mentioned uh, various uh, accounting methods, and certainly if we have accurate data right. within the uh, system, there are some uh, new rules that are very advantageous to small business as far as certain accounting methods that can be used uh, for your tax return. Correct. And again, we both know if, uh, if, that, if that file, that trial balance is wrong, those statements are wrong, you know, we, we can't make a, a educated uh, decision. Yeah. And it's, you know, in my line of work and what I do with inside of Ray, and I said it yesterday, you know, most of the new clients that I work with, they're a disaster. And that's why I'm there. I'm there to make sense of it all. I'm there to help them develop processes. I'm there to help them develop procedures. I'm there to help them clean up the balance sheet. I'm there to educate them. Well, you know, that, that, that's a very uh, insightful comment. And if you think about that and, and, and dig a little deeper, the business owner, you know, they were never trained in no. accounting and no. bookkeeping. And, you know, you, for the most part, we don't want them doing the accounting and bookkeeping. One, it doesn't get done. Right. And second, it's, it's not correct. We want them out uh, talking to customers, talking to clients, right. uh, looking at uh, processes, ways to make more money, right. not, uh, not the accounting. It's no. your job to help them get the books together and read those reports. Yeah, and, and that's true. And it's, you know, I, I always, I use this kind of, it's an, or I don't even know what to even call it, but- You're making stuff up again? Yeah, I am. You didn't bring notes to the, I, I, you didn't bring I, notes I to the don't. podcast. I am the fly by the seat of your yeah. pants kind There'll of There'll be a girl. disclaimer at okay. the end of this report that everybody can hear. Okay. Well, I gave I gave a presentation a few months ago to a group of nonprofit. Well, the majority of them were no. artists. Okay. And I told them, I said, you know, because they're all they're they're of course. My first question was who grew, who wanted to grow up to be an accountant or a bookkeeper, and of course, none of them raised their hands. <laughs> I was shocked, and I said, you know, you've got to think of it like this. I said, do you like to listen to music? And of course, they all said yes. I said, so you like to write songs? You like to look at art? You like to walk through a sculpture garden? I said, that's really no different than your accounting books because they all tell a story. And at the end of the day, your books tell a story. And they all looked at me and they were just totally amazed. But that made sense to them. So being able to relate all this on a, on a level that the business owner can understand, that's probably the most important thing that we can do as accountants. We got to relate to their business. We got to understand their business. Exactly. And that's what you do well. That's what you've been able to bring to the table with your, your clients. I, that's your goals. I think so. I think so. It's, it's just that, yeah. All right, let's get a jump on uh, tax season. Let's just go through, check some things off. Uh, I've got a list. You've got a list. We got stuff floating around. Let's let's just go through them. You okay. Know? Let's just go through them. All right. All right. You you give me one. I'll give you one. Year end. What are we doing? Bankrecs. Bankrecs. Okay. I, is it my turn? Yep. All right. Loan balances have to be correct. 
It's your turn. Credit cards have to be balanced and all the expenses need to be posted. My turn? Yep. Okay, we have to have actually receipts for those credit cards in our files to support that deduction. Just because you reconciled the credit card, I might lose a deduction. Okay, your turn. Fixed assets, making sure that nothing was accidentally posted, like a $30 charge to equipment. Um, Looking at previous year, comparing, making sure that, you know, everything's posted correctly. I guess that was two for me, so you get two now. My my, my list is getting shorter and shorter. Hey, I'm going to compare. I'm going to do some analytical review. I'm going to compare this year's balance to last year's balance. Oh, wait a minute. Last year's balance was totally messed up. How am I going to do that? Uh, Unfortunately, depending upon what type of company you are, you're going to have to probably look at their balance sheet off their tax return. Sorry. Back to me? Back to you. All right. Uh, You said something this depreciation thing. Do I need to make, uh, I'm going to make some new purchases for the end of the year. I want to buy a fast car. I want to buy a pickup. Let's go. Let's get it. I have a client that has a race car and he thinks he can write everything off to advertising. (laughs) Do you let him do that? No, I don't. (laughs) Okay. Boy, you're pretty pretty strict. Um, Loan renewals. You know what? I got a line of credit. Uh, with the bank, I got to make sure my financials are ready to go. Um, the turn of, uh, you know, the, the year got to be ready to go. I got a loan that needs renewal. You got to have your, um, all of that done. Yes. Okay. You run out of stuff, huh? No, there's all I've been doing this a long time. I I think I can, I I think I can, uh, I think I can go on. Oh, I got a good one. Good one. Good one. Comparing vendor expenses, looking for, I do not believe that. I don't believe in the term fixed expenses. I think things can be negotiated. So I like having my clients review their expenses from their vendors, seeing if their costs have gone up. Okay. My turn. You ready for one? Yeah, I'm ready. Come on, bring it on. All right. You know, uh, leases. We got to look at those leases because leases uh, can be treated differently for financial statements and tax returns and depreciation. You didn't think I knew that, did you? Gosh, big Dave here. I've got one too. Oh, you got one. All right. (laughs) I got one. Looking at AR, looking at old accounts receivable, the money that people owe you, looking to see if you have any old outstanding debts, picking up the phone and calling them and find out why they're not um, paying their debts. Maybe they're not happy with your services. Um, You need to be asking those questions because there's a reason. I got one. Okay. The Wayfair case. <gasps> we need more account in your face. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, you, know, you would not I was have gotten that, that one. No, you would not no, have no, gotten no, no, that no. one. I was, no, no, no. I was thinking of that when you talked star, about folks. when you talked about purchasing equipment. Because do you know how many contractors go out of state and they purchase equipment and do not pay sales tax on it? And you go and you ask them about use tax. I'm stealing going to use my tax. idea. I'm sorry, but it 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 you know it's pick a spaghetti string. There's lots of there's them. a lots going on. Huh? <laughs> there's a lots going on. You know, on. you'd mentioned contractors though, depending on uh, how they report to the bank, yes, or their bonding uh, agent uh, and the IRS. There may be some contractor schedules that need Work to be in progress. There you go. We'll take that one as a uh, as a joint. Uh, okay. 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 We'll take that as a joint. Uh, and I think uh, we'll um, we have a. I um, uh, have heard a podcast in the past from Chris Haxine 
uh, regarding some new tax law changes for entertainment uh, costs. Yes. And again, I, I think the QuickBooks has to handle that. So, yeah. so I think that little exercise we went through, I think is very, very helpful of, of some of the key issues that need to be addressed now right. and towards the end of the year. That's right. So anything we missed? Oh, gosh, everything. So, um, and you got to plan that Christmas party, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For your clients. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All over it. So, our guest today has been Amy Smith from Ray and Associates, located in Zanesville, Ohio, but travels throughout, I would say, southeastern Ohio, yeah. central Ohio. I would say pretty much eastern Ohio. But you bring a good point for our clients who are traveling. Can, uh, how are we going to track our mileage and travel expense in QuickBooks? Got any quick ideas? Oh. We're running out of time. You got to go. You got to go with QuickBooks it. actually has a mileage tracker in it. So um, depending upon if you're using desktop or online, you can actually, um, the online version has a uh, app, I believe, that you can get. So yeah. Perfect. Thanks again for joining us, Amy. Uh, you made some really great points about the impact that clean books can have on your business. Thanks for sharing your expertise, and there's no time like tomorrow to get started on this. That's uh, right. We still uh, have time. And, you got it. You know, it's like weight loss. The new year is upon us. <laughs> got to go. Listeners, Amy is always offering a seminar or workshop on QuickBooks, and to boot, she's got a personality that goes with that training. I think you'll enjoy mm -hmm. uh, listening and, and training. Uh, be uh, money well spent. Follow Ray on Facebook to stay up to date on upcoming events. Amy also likes to post videos on our page, so while you're out there, be sure to check those out. You can also learn more about Amy, our services, and get a ton of great information on our website at raycpa.com. Until next time, I'm Dave Kane, encouraging you to loosen up your tie and think outside the box. The views expressed on Unsuitable on Ray Radio are our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of Ray & Associates. The podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to replace the professional advice you would receive elsewhere. Consult with a trusted advisor about your unique situation so they can expertly guide you to the best solution for your specific circumstance.